Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. Today is day 15 of my 90 day challenge to transform my limiting beliefs about money and really create a healthy relationship with money. And I wanna emphasize that today, that what I'm not trying to do is become the next billionaire. I really don't believe in billionaires. Um, But what I want to do is live at peace with my relationship with money. And as I've been doing the work every day on this, and sometimes twice a day, what I've started to see is that the thoughts, the familiar thoughts and fears that come up, I'm stupid, I'm never going to be a great success, I'm never going to have enough money, uh, all of those thoughts, those wants, those needs, those comparisons to other people uh, are now met with a question and they're met with a healthy doubt and they're met with basically proof uh, that they're not true. And that process has been really cool to start to see uh, getting interrupted. And I can feel the rewiring is starting to happen. Uh, So I highly encourage you to do this. Okay, today's thought is I'm not smart enough. And then you get to fill in the rest. I'm not smart enough to be successful. I'm not smart enough to make money. I'm not smart enough to make a good living. Whatever the language is for you, I'm not smart enough. And this one has been a a really good one. So good for me that yesterday I did a hypnotherapy session around it uh, that was really powerful. And some of the associated thoughts that come up when I start to believe this are about, well, if I was smarter, I'd know all the answers. If I was smarter, I would uh, do better. If I was smarter, I would etc, etc, etc. So when I really went in, I had to go all the way back to ask my eight-year-old self, and I had to sit with this one for a little bit. And I encourage you to do this, to like close your eyes and go in with your little one, you know, whatever age they are. Sometimes they're three years old or five years old. In this case, this was eight years old. And I talked about a memory in a a past um, episode, if that's what these are called. And, um, and it was about me sitting there trying to do long division and I just couldn't figure it out. And for some reason, the person, uh, who was monitoring this after school program wasn't willing to help me and all the other kids were outside playing. I had to go into that little one and who was really struggling with division and math and ask, is it true? I'm not smart enough. And what was really great about this hypnotherapy session is that I rewired that memory to have me from now go back in time and have a a conversation, have a heart to heart with that eight year old self. So now that memory has changed. Now in that memory, the next thing that happens is instead of I just sit there for for an hour or however long it it was, uh, now I have this great conversation with myself where actually I go up to this monitor and I sort of tell them off for 
uh, not helping me learn a thing that I'm struggling with. And uh, so what I really came to is uh, I'm not smart enough. Can I absolutely know that that's true? No, I am smart enough and I'm powerful enough. <sighs> that's a nice one to take a breath on. All right, let's get into the juicy bits here. So when I'm believing this thought, when I'm totally enmeshed in it and I'm under the umbrella of this thought, I'm not smart enough, what happens? So in my body, I, I start to fur my eyebrows. I get very serious. I get very uh, serious and I need to figure everything out. And this is the thing I've been exploring lately is the difference between figuring out and being shown. Being shown requires that I be open. Figuring out almost requires that I be closed and tight and focused. I think there's a, a benefit to figuring out, which is having a laser kind of focus, attention um, that could be used. But for so much of my life, I do this when I should be doing this, or when I could be doing this, or when there's no reason why I need to be so squeezed in and focused. And what it's done is brought up a lot of doubt. So I'm not smart enough. You could imagine that that would create a lot of doubt, but I will doubt everything that I'm thinking when I'm believing this thought. I will doubt everything uh, so much that I'll need to go and check in with other people to make sure that you know, oh, is this a good idea? Should I follow through with this? How should I respond to this person in communication? And the problem with that is that each person has their own opinions. So going to somebody else to try to solve my problems is not necessarily a great way to live and can then create further problems if I'm just sort of passing off some of these important uh, elements. And Another thing this thought brings in is a huge amount of shame. I'm not smart enough. Well, when I'm not smart enough and I start doubting everything, then I go into, well, I don't know anything and there's, there's no basis and it turns into the extreme of the imposter syndrome. And uh, what I love about Seth Godin uh, is that he says, well, he says about imposter syndrome, well, we're all imposters. We're all making it up. We've all... Uh, anybody who's been successful in anything has been supported uh, in their process to get there. Um, and so in, to some level, uh, imposter syndrome is has some truth to it, a thread of truth. But when we start to compare ourselves with others, it's like, I don't know anything. Everybody else knows more than me. I'm an imposter and nobody else is an imposter. That's when we start to run into the, the toxic version of that. And I noticed I have all of these stories to support how stupid I am. Like I have a bad memory. Uh, so, and I just will repeat that again and again, as I forget things. Um, I moved to the U S when I was eight and there were a lot of customary differences and a lot of things that made it hard to learn. And to some degree, that's true. To some degree, it's a story that I keep to, almost reassure myself that I'm stupid. What a trip. It's like, I need to keep the story going. And because I do that, 
I hide my actual intelligence. So the result is that I'm actually much cleverer than I let on and that I feel comfortable letting on because that would shatter this whole narrative of my life that I've been stupid, that I've never been smart enough. Um, and it almost feels evil to be smart for all of the times that I've been confused because it would like invalidate those times. Um, and so it's it's been an interesting like mental I'm not sure exactly what the word is, but sort of like puzzle trap um, where I'll hide how intelligent I am from myself and from others and the doubt just keeps it going. Yeah. Another way that I've uh, reacted to this thought is I'll see intelligence as one thing, math, and that complex problem solving that's completely cognitive that that is problems, that that is intelligence. And I'm missing all of the other realms of intelligence from emotional to social to environmental and nature-based to physical intelligence, which is a big part of my life right now is movement and dance and, and physical activity uh, to intuitive intelligence and awareness intelligence, all of which are really powerful forms of intelligence. Uh, and when I'm so laser focused on I'm not smart enough, uh, creativity and improvisation seems really stupid. Uh, it seems pointless and, and wasteful. And answers are all that matters. And achieving is all that matters. And because achieving is all that matters, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to be smart enough because there's always something left to achieve. There's always many things left to achieve. There are always many people who are even smarter. So now everybody's competition. You can see the rabbit hole that it starts to create and it starts to fill out my whole world. And I think that's that's why Byron Katie is so insistent that suffering is believing false thoughts, which is maybe what thought is, is more image than reality. Um, but you can start to see that Believing the thought creates everything. It fills in the world that we're living in. And finally here, uh, when I'm believing I'm not smart enough, I have to prove myself to everybody. And ev even if one person doesn't think I'm smart or is upset by something I do, then I'm crushed and I'm crushed for days. And, and when, when I really get kind of triggered in this one, I'm crushed for days and it will set me back in whatever I'm doing. It will be really difficult to work. I'll doubt myself in every decision. Uh, now I've learned to kind of pause from decision-making as I like take a look at myself and kind of reassure myself and go through that process. But that slowing down and being kind of emotionally crushed then makes me feel even more stupid uh, because I couldn't figure out how to get back into a confident self. <sighs> so let's take a look free from this whole world. So it's like a lifting off a whole, like, I don't know, virtual reality goggle set and taking a look at the world and my life and all of the people and all of the work that I'm doing free from the thought. I'm not smart enough, not smart enough to be successful. 
totally free of that world. So what you're looking for is, what do you experience? And sometimes it's, it's difficult to access that. Um, sometimes you can start to see things before you start to feel things. So that's what happened for me when I did this. Um, so I started to see through the cracks that actually I'm really freaking smart. And um, like you can see this when if you play board games with me, I'm always many, many moves ahead. And I think part of that is because I've doubted myself so much that I have believed that I need to be many moves ahead. And so the struggle has actually become a gift in a way. And, and what I saw, when I saw how smart I was, I also saw that the doubt that I feel is the stupid. The doubt is what keeps me dumb. It like dumb, I dumb myself down and I believe it. And I believe that part because it's so loud. I believe that way more than the smart part. And, um, and that doubt, it's like living with a giant thorn in my side that, you know, anytime something goes well, like, oh, yep, nope, I'm stupid. Oh, yep, nope, I'm not smart enough. So I'm just gonna energetically take out that thorn and throw it in the garbage disposal and turn it on. Oh. Great. So another thing that I see is um, when I see my life, I see that I'm really powerful and I'm, I'm really smart because I've manipulated the world around me to create a beautiful life where I get to be creative, I get to be joyful, I get to make videos in the morning, I get to have wonderful conversations with wonderful friends, um, I get to work on really important projects like transforming the way people work and supporting uh, people in doing the work that they love, that my agency does. All of this stuff is really important and feels really inspiring to me. So I feel lucky that I get to do that and lucky because I was smart enough and powerful enough to do that. And I feel confident. So this is where I finally got into the feelings is I feel confident, I feel at ease, and I feel assured in myself. All right, let's do the turnarounds here. So the first turnaround is I am smart enough. And the first thing I notice is that I'm smart enough to surround myself with really smart people. And the second thing I noticed was that I have been smart enough to create this really powerful world around me. And, um, and I've been smart enough to stick through the rough periods and work with the struggle. And then um, finally, as I've relied on myself more and started um, really uh, trusting myself, I've already noticed an uptick in success. So it uh, looks like I'm out of time here. Thanks for following. Please leave your comments and I'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, 
with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistants to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Thank you.